when we were leaving, we felt the heat with there were embers falling. A big brush fire in Hayes County forces people to abandon their properties and run to safety. What they found when they came back and the status of the fire today. And our lawns taking a beating from this record-breaking heat. Experts weigh in on what to do about it. The heat, the dry air continues. We'll show you if there's any glimmer of hope for a change in the weather pattern in first warning weather. Hi everyone, thank you for joining us. I'm Mike Rush. First tonight, a wildfire burning in Hayes County is now about 50% contained. This new video sent to us by a viewer gives a glimpse of just how widespread the fire is as pockets of flames dot the landscape. As of now, about 400 acres have burned and authorities say at least one house has significant damage. This is the largest fire Central Texas has seen this year. KXAN investigator Kelly Wiley caught up with people forced to flee and what they found when they came back. Crews from around the country in Central Texas to help fight a fire spanning multiple cities. Hayes County is under a 90-day burn ban order, meaning outdoor burning is prohibited. That fire was visible from the front porch of Springtown Roasting Company. Its owners, Tosca Cesaretti and Michelle Buscemi, say within minutes of seeing the flames, they fled. We just left everything and uh, within two minutes we were, we out. were out of there. I was prepared when we left yesterday, like fleeing for our lives. I um, was so numb feeling like I had lost everything. Hot and dry conditions have led to multiple wildfires across Texas. In a post today, the Forest Service said in one day it responded to 17 wildfires, collectively spanning more than 1,900 acres. We made it! We made it! Cesaretti and Buscemi were relieved this morning to find the land around them burned, but their business and house still standing. There is a lot of help in the, a lot of community, but it's, where do you begin? Like, like there's some, it's it's messy. There's a lot of stuff lot. that's got to get cleaned up and, and removed, mm -hmm. but that's kind of secondary yeah. to having your life. At least the home and the, and the business are okay. That was investigator Kelly Wiley reporting. Not everyone was as lucky during a Facebook Live. Hayes County Judge Ruben Becerra said at least one house was significantly damaged from the fire. We are still waiting on an official damage report from the Forest Service. Going in depth now, according to the Texas A&M Forest Service, so far this year, 430 wildfires have burned across the state, and those fires have burned a total of over 48,000 acres. Just this week here in Central Texas, crews responded to five wildfires. Fires. Two broke out in Bastrop County, burning a total of 155 acres. One wildfire in Burnett County burned 22 acres before it was contained. A wildfire in Blanco County burned 56 acres before it too was fully contained. And finally, the Oak Grove fire we've been talking about is currently burning in Hayes County. And so far, that's burned an estimated 400 acres and is 50% contained. Halfway contained, uh, but we still, you know, have a long way to go. There's the other half they have to do, and this is right. a big fire. What are the conditions like as they try to battle these displays? So in some ways, it's actually a little worse today than yesterday. We've seen winds a little stronger, which of course are the way that these fires spread uh, and the air still incredibly dry during the afternoons. Let's show you what it looks like outside right now in northwest Austin at the Palms Car Wash there. Still barely a cloud in the sky and you can just think about those firefighters trying to put out 
these fires in the blistering heat and sunshine certainly feeling for them. The relative humidity down around 25% in Austin, 28% in Dripping Springs. That's pretty similar to yesterday, but it's the winds that have picked up a little bit more between about 11 to 15 miles per hour in Hayes County now gusting as high as 20. It's not a very windy day, but that is enough wind to move the fire around. So uh, certainly uh, they are uh, facing some obstacles there as we go into this evening. Temperatures across the area, it's another day with widespread triple digits. We're at 104 now in Austin, down to 101 with sunshine at 7, 95 at 9, and still in the 90s here at 11. Pretty typical for what we've had lately here as we head through the evening. Coming up in first warning weather, little change in temperatures over the next week, and the fire danger persists, but perhaps some signs in the not-too-distant future for some change and relief. That would be nice. Thanks, Nick. Well, as the longest recorded stretch of triple digit heat continues, browning grass is a common sight across central Texas homes. But as new homes pop up on the market, what are the best grasses to withstand the summertime heat? Austin-based business, the Grass Outlet, tells KXAN homeowners consider drought-resistant grasses like the Tifway 419 and Celebration Bermuda grasses. While this summer has seen a record number of consecutive 100-degree days, the grass outlet says it is not as bad of a year for grass as last year was. They added people shouldn't be worried if they do find brown patches in their yard. Grass just goes dormant. Warm season grasses will go dormant when it's too hot. Um, so we just reassure them that, you know, as long as they water um, every, usually every seven to 10 days, depending on the variety, it'll survive and it will come out of it when temperatures kind of cool down. To learn more industry tips on how to maintain your lawn during the summertime, including when to fertilize your lawn to avoid frying the grass, check out digital reporter Kelsey Thompson's story online at KXAN.com. Switching gears now, seven people are injured after an early morning shooting at a South Texas nightclub. It happened in Edinburgh, not far from the Mexico border. Not many details yet, but the Hidalgo County Sheriff's Office says the shooting happened at El Antro nightclub. Deputies responded just before 5 this morning and found seven victims with gunshot wounds. They were all taken to the hospital and their conditions are not known at this time. There are so far no arrests in this case. Still to come, several train cars jumped the rails near Fort Worth, the lucky break that could have prevented this mess from being worse. And who says libraries are stuffy? The event that feeds your hunger and your need for some vintage tunes coming up. The price you pay for gas has gone up more than 26 cents in the past month, according to a recent survey. The Lundberg survey found that the average price of regular gas rose by nearly 23 cents a gallon in just the past two weeks to $3.90. And in the past month, that price has increased 26 cents. The greatest cause of the pump price hikes is higher oil prices and a rise of another five to 10 cents per gallon may come this month, unfortunately. Vinyl brunches are back in the Austin Public Library's Carver branch. This is the first time the vinyl focused event has been put on since before the pandemic. Visitors got to take a trip back several decades while having a nice brunch to start off their Sunday. The vinyl brunch featured Austin based DJ Future Souls spinning records from the 1970s. Not only did guests get to hear some great throwback tunes, but they also beat the heat with some good food and drinks. It's all in the name of showing the community just how many good resources the Austin Public Library has to offer, like the ability to check out vinyl records.
Resources, especially for this part of Austin, have been pivotal for the growth of this community, and we always want to educate and push and promote uh, what people have access to. If you missed today's event, don't worry, you do have a few other chances to attend. They'll be held every Sunday through the rest of August, with each event covering a different decade of music. Mike, speaking of records, we tied the record today. In Austin, we got to 105. We tied that record from three different years on this date of uh, 105. And of course, we keep extending the record for the number of consecutive triple digit days. We're now up to 30, the previous record of 27 from 2011. So when will the triple digits end? On average, our last triple digit day of the year is August 30th, but there have been some years we've gone much later than that. In fact, in 1938 and 1923, it had to go into October for our last triple digit day of the year on KXAN.com. And here in just a few minutes, I'll be posting a blog about when the last triple digit day was over the last few years and dig into perhaps the end in sight for us. We'll also be talking about potential relief in first warning weather. At CC's Buffet. Multiple train cars derailed in Eastland yesterday near Fort Worth, which started a grass fire. According to the Eastland Fire Department, about eight to ten cars derailed from the track. The grass around the derailment caught fire, but none of the train cars ignited. There are no reports of injuries or hazardous material spills. One container was meant to carry hydrochloric acid, but it was empty at the time of the derailment. It's not clear yet what caused that crash. The federal government launched a new website this week to help people save on their student loans. Under the new plan devised by the Biden administration, some borrowers could see their monthly payments drop to nothing, while others will save money over the course of the loan's lifetime. Gordon Severson explains how it works. The Education Department launched a new beta website this week where student loan borrowers can log in and see all of their options for paying off their student loans when payments resume in October. One of those options is the new save plan. For most borrowers, they will see an overall lower payment plan than what they were paying before. Kim Miller with Lutheran Social Service says the save plan looks at the borrower's income and family size to determine how low their required monthly payment should be. For many on the lower end, that number will be $0 a month. Miller says that means borrowers on the plan can sign up, not pay anything, and still avoid racking up interest on their student loans. Offering a lower repayment plan option is not for everybody, but it can be helpful, especially right now, for people who are just looking for a way to ease back into their repayments. Miller says the save plan also has a forgiveness component to it. After several years of making payments, borrowers will have their remaining balance forgiven, even if those payments are $0 a month. Miller says the application process is also more convenient than ever. Borrowers can apply in less than 10 minutes, and they don't have to reapply every year with new information because the website can now access your tax returns to see which plans and benefits you qualify for. And we are just encouraging people to, it, it's, to take a look. Um, you know, a lot of people have been avoiding uh, looking at their student loans for good reasons. It can seem really overwhelming, but uh, there are a lot of different op options now. 
That was Gordon Severson reporting. Okay, let's talk more about the weather. We led with, unfortunately, another brush fire, another wildfire in our yeah. area. We've had so many, and it doesn't look like the conditions are really going to let up that uh, will help that situation any. No, we need a widespread soaking rain that can get deep into the vegetation and green things up a little bit more, but so much has just dried out that it doesn't take much, an accidental spark, uh, just to get a fire going. But we're looking ahead optimistically perhaps a little change in the pattern. We'll talk about that here soon. Let's first take you outside on this sunny beginning to your Sunday evening in South Austin at the Lady Bird Johnson Wildflower Center, where at least we're not seeing smoke in the sky now as we were this time yesterday. Still plenty of heat in the air. Temperatures across much of the state still triple digits. And of course, we tied the record high in Austin today. High pressure to the west of us strengthened a little bit, and it's actually going to strengthen more as we head into Monday. We think temperatures tomorrow may be a little bit hotter than today by a couple of degrees or so, which would certainly uh, come close to the hottest temperatures of the year. Interestingly, later in the week, that high starts to center just south of Louisiana. That may actually provide higher humidity and early morning clouds returning to the area. And then that high as we head into next weekend is going to start to wobble back west of us again, taking away the early morning clouds. But basically, temperature-wise, we're not going to see a whole lot of changes over the week ahead. On clouds and radar, it's a almost completely clear sky, and the wildfire danger tomorrow is actually even higher than today because parts of the area are at a five out of five fire danger tomorrow. We did not have that today. We had threes and fours, but a five out of five fire danger for portions of Llano, Lampasas, Northwest Burnet, and San Saba County. Most of us, a four out of five fire danger tomorrow, but wherever you are, just be ultra careful to prevent accidental fires from starting here tomorrow. We've got another red flag warning, which is a fire weather warning for tomorrow from noon to 11 at night. Uh, and wouldn't be surprised if these get extended again and again, just like our heat alerts have been. Excessive heat warning again for tomorrow from noon until 9. Those feels like temperatures maxing out between about 105 to 112 here at times here tomorrow. Our forecast tonight, we're down to 79 degrees, a mostly clear sky, 107 here tomorrow. We'll actually fall shy of the record high, but we'll have plenty of record tying or breaking heat with temperatures 106 or 107 every day for the next seven. You'll see I've highlighted record tying heat Wednesday, Thursday, record breaking heat on Friday, record tying heat on Saturday, and record breaking heat on Sunday. Not a lot of changes during the day or the night. Days 106 or 107, the nights 79 or 80. We look ahead to when we may potentially get a change in the weather pattern. Well, here's some good news that we've just been holding on to so tight because we need it. The 6 to 10 day rainfall outlook from the Climate Prediction Center, that's August 12th through the 16th, still holding on to a little wetter than normal north and northeast of Austin. And then the extended outlook even farther than that 8 to 14 day, that's wetter than normal Austin and east. And for the rest of us, near normal rain. And right now we would take even near normal rain. This is KXAN Sports, brought to you by Thomas J. Henry. In the Women's World Cup, the U.S. national team coming into the knockout round has allowed just one goal. Problem is, not a lot of offense, kind of leaving them feeling a bit like this rather often. Could they find the net today when they sure needed it in the knockout round against Sweden? Down under we go. USA up 3-2 to two in penalty kicks. No goals and Regular time, extra time. So Megan Rapino in her last, could be her last game with the national team. Spoiler there. Misses high. Not 
Great for her. Cannot believe it. Still up three to two. Alyssa Naren goal able to block this one and things are trending right for the U.S. Sophia Smith here for the win. Misses completely. Number 11 cannot believe it. Then it's Kelly O'Hara as we are still tied trying to set the U.S. in front off the post. Man, the offensive struggle just continues. So now Sweden for the win. Lena Hurtig, and just watch this thing. We'll show a replay in a second. Nair gets it in net. Nobody's sure what happens. They then rule a goal, and we'll watch this on replay. About as close as you can get. VAR allows it as a goal, and what a cruel, cruel sport this can be sometimes. Sweden advances 5-4 to four on penalty kicks. The U.S. will no longer go for that three pay. They are knocked out of the Women's World Cup. Still a great run for that team over the past decade or so. Still to come, another big day of baseball for the Astros and Rangers. These two teams jockeying for positioning. We're talking about it coming up. One simple all right, welcome back in baseball. The Houston Astros are on quite a stretch of playing some very good teams. The good news for them, they're also very good at baseball. Facing one of those pretty good teams so far, but they're out of the playoff picture, New York Yankees. Houston trying to even this four-game set. one nothing Yankees in the top of the two. Jake Myers, three-run tank. Isaiah Connor falefa there's a wall right there, my friend. I would try to avoid running into that in future instances. Three to one in the top of the third. Jordan Alvarez has got to be so frustrating to pitch against. This is a two-run homer on a pretty good pitch from Carlos Rodon. But Yankees come back from down five nothing. Tied at 5-5 five to five now after the bases loaded walk to Aaron Judge. We move to the top of the sixth. This Jake Myers guy, really not known for hitting long balls there, Mike, but two of them in the same game, this of the three-run variety. He connects on the high five with the first base coach, unlike Jordan. This one was eventful late, but the Astros able to hold on 9-7. to seven. They are at another good team in the Orioles Tuesday. To the Rangers facing reigning Cy Young winner Sandy Alcantara. That's bad news. The good news for them is that uh, he's not been great this year. Again today, struggling bottom of the second scoreless until Mitch Garver, RBI single. Come on home, Adolis Garcia. You're one of the most fun players. Why can't you touch home? Bottom of the third. One nothing. Nathaniel Lowe. We're going formal here. Right center. State Farm. Look out. That's another home run into the bullpen. This guy's been unbelievable this year. 13th round pick. I think that's a good return on investment. Bottom of the fifth. Marcus Semyon. Solo home run. I mean, it's Roger called this wiffle ball earlier. They just they, they do like hitting <laughs> baseball out of the ballpark. Ezekiel Duran doing the same thing in the bottom of the sixth going to center field. And my friend, they were not done there. This one, the longest of the day, at least looked it. Adolis Garcia just un unloads, unleashes a home run to center field. Rangers roll again. Man, they're playing some outstanding baseball out of the break up to the minute, Mike. Two and a half games up on the Houston Astros in the American League West as they try to expand that lead here late in the season. How are Cleveland and Chicago getting along? Not Oh, oh, the fight last <laughs> yeah. night. Uh, I'm a big yeah. Cleveland fan, and there was a big fight in the MLB, and uh, the Cleveland guy won, so that made me happy. Really? Yes. So you're advocating fighting then? Advocating Cleveland winning the fighting. <laughs> I gotcha. <laughs> we are not advocating fighting. <laughs> Let's all be a good sport. We'll be right back with a final look at your forecast. Stay with us. <laughs> we believe.